Welcome back to Party Pooper Podcast with Phil and me, Alicia. I don't like saying my own name. Not Alicia. 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 Althea. Well, just because normally when I introduce you to people or when people meet you or whatever, and then later someone will be like, oh, how's Alicia doing? Alicia, yeah, all the time. I'm like, oh, I don't know any Alicia's. Silverstone? Like, how's Alicia? Is that Alicia or is, is that Alicia? No, that's definitely Alicia. But she spells it the same way as Alicia. I thought Alicia and uh, Alicia were the same name. No. Like the same spelling. That's what, what I just said. They are the... Well, you can't have the... You can't have the same spelling, but you can spell Alicia also differently. Right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can. S-H. You can... But yeah, she spells it with, or I guess her parents spell it with a C, I believe. Anyway, this is the second time we record this episode. Yeah. Because Ruckus just destroyed the first one. For anyone that doesn't believe me how much dog barking and stuff there's going on, it just, like, I made a joke about it, and then it just kept going and going and going, and then we just bailed on the other episode. So we're starting again. So if I rush the intro, you'll know why. First off, still on call. My beer recommendation is the Blackmail Northwest Stout. I posted a photo of it. It's awesome. Is it's it Blackmail or is it Blackmail? Blackmail. Okay. Blackmail. Uh, as in the post office mail. Like mailing someone something. Uh, oh, not like you're blackmailing somebody? Oh, wait, you know, that is how. That is what blackmail is. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Never mind. Because oh, I would think like. Yeah, not blackmail. I don't, I don't know what I thought. What I don't know what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big black it's Northwest like, Stout. It's like le- the letters are all in black envelopes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm an idiot. I, of course can, it's spelled like you that. You can only send them at night so no one can see when they go through the... <sighs> it's like a real surprise in the morning. So anyway, it's sessionable. Smooth. You definitely could have a couple of these. It's awesome. It's by Strange Fellows Brewing in Vancouver. A uh, very good beer that I had in June, and I uh, recommend that. And Alethea <laughs> is having... Memphis is super distracting behind you right now. <laughs> He's like, you're totally not paying attention to me. I'm going to stick my ass up in the air oh, <laughs> and like, dance around oh, on the couch. Boy. Sorry, I am having uh, Abricot by Il Sauvage. And mm. it is a golden sour with apricots, and it's very tart and delicious. Yeah, it's very good. I'll, refreshing. I'll post a photo of that one, too, um, just because it's, it's a good one. I wish we had some snacks, though. Kind of sad. We're, we're actually really, we're sad, sad snacked. What? You mean like right we're now. out of snacks? Yeah, and I'm sad about it. All we have is like salsa. Well, snack sad, I Salsa guess. and tortilla chips, basically. Yeah, I know. I'm just not, not in the mood. I don't know. It's like one of those things I like to have when it's like either in the setting, like I'm in a restaurant and I'm going to have it, or if it's like super nice and summery outside and today it's gotten taken a turn for the overcasty side. I'm the opposite. I will eat salsa and chips all the time, every time. No worries. Doesn't need to be special at all. Not special, just I got to feel it. You know? Yeah, I know. Oh, I fucked it up. Jesus, Murphy. Okay, for real. I said this last time and I mean it Yeah, now. you literally gonna, just said I'm it. I'm going to confiscate that thing from you. You're uh, yeah, the premature sound, on the sound effects. The sound buttons. Um, anyway, so that means that we have corrections. I don't have corrections. Probably lots of people at home have corrections for me of things that I've said, but 
Um, I don't have any specifically to announce. So, Alicia, take it away. I do have a few. Um, Mainly it's just because, uh, like I had previously said, nothing feels authentic now when I'm talking, even though I'm not saying it the same way, but. Oh, because we just said it? I'm repeating what I just said. But yeah, uh, basically during our uh, podcast number, what number was it? Uh, which, which one? Five, I guess. The last one we did? Not the bonus one. Was five, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I had kind of been like, uh, you know, teasing us about how we sounded old fogies because of the way <laughs> we were referring to something and I can't remember. Is fogies offensive? Oh, Jesus. Because I'm never we're talking get out about of this spiral. Like, I know it's just we're talking about like last time we talked about how I don't even know what a fogey is really is. offensive, and that was something that I said to be chipped. Oh, and then I was listening to that podcast, and the whole no can do thing came up, and they were saying how that's offensive. Yeah, no can do is offensive, and I guess I'm gonna have to look it up now. Now it's gonna be a correction for next time. Like I uh, just. Can ride in this correction train, <laughs> never getting it off. Well, it's a one way ticket to the, screwing upsville. <laughs> the one thing we still have is swearing. Okay, like shit is always going to be okay. Crap is always going to be okay. Fuck yeah. is always going to be okay. I'm sure there are things. There's that, no racial connotations or like societal. For sure, there like, is. If you are not going to say it. But some people could consider the c word very derogatory. To oh the well, lady okay pops. that. That goes without saying. Yeah, the c word has, um, you know, it 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 has its complications. Like you yeah. you can't just throw that around like the same way well, that you pretty, throw around it's very the other words in some parts. Of oh, the world. I I even doubt that. that no, even, no, it is. People are just throwing c words around all the time. Well, like I think, where is it? If like um, I don't know, is it maybe in like is it Scotland? Oh, maybe. I feel like whenever I've seen like, but, not obviously now I'm going back to like media. So were those stereotypical? I don't know. Images, it just yeah. seems like uh, like slang that would be used more there than, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Almost as much as we say fuck or whatever, you know. Anyway, well, getting on with it. I had yeah. made a comment about Sorry. us using a certain term and saying we sound like a bunch of seven-year-olds. And then I realized, you know. Like, that's ageist, and I shouldn't say that. And we had been talking about something related to uh, cannabis. And actually, you know, as I was, uh, you know, reading some articles and of things that I, I get, um, just some sites and stuff that I follow and stories that I follow, and I actually saw this uh, story on Forbes about Sue Taylor. And she's like a 72-year-old uh, lady that is basically like an activist. She opened up a dispensary and everything and was like, I think the first, I think it says the first African-American woman to own a dispensary in Berkeley or something. Anyways, um, yeah, so just goes to show you, like, you know, because I think if I were to say, oh, you know, think of an older person as an advocate for weed, most people would be like, Willie Nelson, you know? Yeah, sure. But, um, yeah, so, but it's a lady. Well, I'm glad That's we cool re-recorded this because I totally didn't hear anything you said last time about Sue Taylor because I was so distracted by the but, dog yeah. um, next door that I couldn't, I couldn't even right. concentrate. I was so distracted. So I'm, I'm happy we did it. Yeah. It was worth it. And uh, you had asked me about call-out culture and, um, or cancel, cancel culture. Cancel culture. Which is also, can be known as call-out culture, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I was not really sure how to explain it. So I looked it up because I was like, I don't really think I explained it properly. And basically what I saw was it's just a way for people usually using like social media media to like withdraw support en masse from like individuals or companies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I think I had said like, I didn't really know if it was necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. Okay. Cause it seems like it has potential to be both. Mm-hmm. And I think the issue that from what I saw uh, what I read or whatever that I found that um, can come up can come from that is that um, depending on the audience using that particular like hashtag or whatever doing the quote unquote calling out it's the more vocal side that's going to 
get heard and potentially it could stifle the voice of somebody unfairly um, because you're, you know, and then people are just like totally not supporting them and not hearing what they have to say or anything like that. So it could be a bad thing. Because it's it's quelling discussion. It could be one-sided. Yeah, and also because people can also, for lack of a better term, hijack the hashtag and use it for their own purposes and... Yeah, so it's kind of like a slippery slope type of thing, and it kind of takes away from, like, if somebody does something wrong, we're saying, like, well, all right, this person's, like, you know, like a POS or whatever, and we're not going to, like, support them anymore and hear what they have to say because they're full of it, but it doesn't really necessarily get to the bottom of where the issue is because if somebody is saying something and they're, they're like, head of a company or whatever, gen- mm-hmm. like, in general... There's a lot of other things going on as well. So maybe other issues are getting swept under the rug and you're not. It's kind of like you're treating a symptom instead of a disease type of thing. You know, like, so you want to hold somebody accountable, but then you need to go further than that and be like, you know, is it this person or is it the industry as a whole mm-hmm. that's like poison here and needs to be reeducated or whatever, you know? That's yeah, probably not a great example, a great explanation either, but maybe it makes it a little bit more clearer. I think that makes sense to me. But I mean, and also on the topic of um, of quelling discussion and not allowing people to speak by just uh, saying you're canceled and, and saying we're not, we're just going to close the conversation now, you're done. Um, so many times I've seen people have discussions about things where they, they're debating from opposite viewpoints. And even through just through the debate, even though both sides started um, very sure of themselves and like 100 mm-hmm. percent set in their ways, just by having the discussion and talking it out, they were able to see each other's sides of the of the discussion and yeah. then actually both learn and and uh, grow from that, you know, and you won't have that kind of growth and self-reflection and and, you know, evolution of ideas or whatever if you just refuse to talk to them if anything you're going to embitter both sides or the other side and then that person is going to become even more stubborn in their ways and not willing to listen to you in the future sorry i have like jolly rancher mouth right now like oh. like you know when sounds you have good. like a that jolly like a rancher like your mouth kind of starts to like have like because your cheek waterfalls beer inside is so sour it's like tart yeah that's what's going on in over a, here. In a I'm good like, way? Yeah, well, it's good, but I'm like, keep like pursing my mouth because like I can feel the like trickling inside my cheeks and I'm just like, oh. mm. so sorry. If you, if you want to have a special mouth experience, <laughs> you can try the Apricot Sour. Cheek waterfall. <laughs> yeah, we are not sponsored by Il Sauvage Brewing, but. Or Jolly Rancher. <laughs> yeah, or Jolly Rancher. But if either of those is out there listening, Please feel free. Hook your boy up. Are Jolly Ranchers vegan? I don't know. Jolly Ranchers are vegan. Are they? Yes, they are. Are we absolutely 100% sure? I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Well, when we did Halloween last year, I had to research all these things. It's so difficult. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I just cut you off. No, it's okay. No, it's okay. But I, I did have to research all these candies. And when we did Halloween last year, we got uh, most of our candy from Bulk Barn and one of the very few things that we were able to buy at Bulk Barn was Jolly Rancher. Yeah. It's just hard because sometimes you look stuff up and it depends on, like, if it's a company that sells in the States and in Canada, sometimes the American version would be vegan mm. or not. And then the Canadian version, vice versa, right? Classic example, McDonald's French fries. Yeah. So in the States, they have a uh milking Could you imagine if someone was giving out fries for halloween just like that would be super cool that would be the coolest house ever yeah but you'd have to make sure people didn't use plastic bags because like you'd just be dumping the fries in the bag they would just well melt. in my mind i was imagining them with like a total like fry um uh fryer setup whatever and they were using like mcdonald's uh cardboard fry things right. and they were handing out like fry packets It'd be a cool setup, though. Think about it, right? Like, I've, I, I, your house would stink. I remember I had put stuff on uh, Facebook asking people for ideas, and somebody was like, Oh, um, there was like one place where they'd set up like uh, drinks for the adults that were going by, and then just regular punch for the kids or whatever. And then someone had said to me, Oh, yeah, people wouldn't trust. 
necessarily trust that or I'm mm. like, oh, I don't know, man. I think a lot of people would probably appreciate it, I but then it's also Yeah. You, you can't you can't just do that legally, I don't think. I think I think you totally can. If I was a dad, like if we had kids or whatever, mm-hmm. I would like I would see Come no have a bear on my lawn. <laughs> I would I would see no problem with having a couple cases of beer and handing up beers or to the moms shots. and dads. Yeah, or even shots or whatever. And it's up to the parent to make an adult decision and yeah. decide whether they want to take your beer yeah. or not. Like, you could open it in front of them. But that being said, could you just imagine if you had some kind of, like, fry set up? So, like, people had something to snack on while they're... Because most of the time they have to rush through dinner so they can go out and sure. you know, trick-or-treat before it gets too late or whatever. And now you just do fries. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You'd be the coolest house. Like, I want to say... I was going to say on the block, but like in, probably in the city, <laughs> in the province, in the world, that would be pretty badass. Yeah. So anyway. People coming from all over the world. <laughs> I try to get out of Halloween as much as I can. Like I know we did, we've been doing candies and stuff, but if it was up to me, I would just I, I hide Halloween. in the basement and eat all the candy myself. Love it. So Not even for the candy. I just, I mean, it's been so long since we've actually been able to like dress up, but since we've been together, we had a couple of good costumes, I thought. Anyway. We have won costume contests. Do you remember that? We? Yeah, we have at uh, house parties and stuff where there's costume contests. Off the top of my head, I can't remember exactly what we were wearing, but I remember that we won. So, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like Halloween. So maybe, uh, maybe not this year, but maybe next year we should look for a cool Halloween party to go to. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Oh, you said, yeah, next year. I was like, this year, I don't think it's yeah. gonna. Um, do you have any other corrections? Uh, I, I don't think so. I mean. Okay. Probably that I don't know about. <laughs> sure. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So today, um, what we're going to be talking about, I guess, is mental health. That's kind of a. A downer subject, but <laughs> I, but now it fits perfectly with all the barking going on because you feel like you're losing your mind. Yeah, exactly. Actually, and for everybody listening, if the sound effects are really annoying, just let us know. Just send me an email. We, yeah, or like just playing around over here. I'm, uh, I'm really interested in, well, not interested. I'm looking forward to one day getting an email from someone that I don't know and um, just... You know, someone that found us. No, well, someone that found us on the internet somewhere and like on Spotify or whatever or Deezer or all these other random podcast websites that we're listed on and they'll find us and then they'll be like, oh, this is a cool podcast. I'm listening. And then that'll be like a pivotal moment for us to have. Not like like one of those things like. I've got 172,000 subscribers just by doing this. Oh, (laughs) like someone that's just contacting us to sell us. Or like the cryptic message that I got today on my phone, which was super weird. I still have no idea. That was just spam. I I looked up specific things in that message, and I maintain there is a cryptic message in there because there's reference for all of those words, and it's very weird. Oh, boy. They're blocked now. I'm the... I, I guess you're the molder in this relationship and I'm the scully. I I'm guess. telling you, it was very strange. And if anything ha- if anything pops up in the news in the next few days, we're going to look back at this episode and you're going to be like, oh, shit, you were right. Oh, yeah. man. Then I'm going to do my I told you so dance. But here's a cool stat for you. Um, so 27% of all the downloads of this podcast have come from which Canadian city? What do you think? Just or province, Alberta. Yes. How do you know? Because we looked at it the other day. Oh, I already showed you. Damn. (laughs) Damn it. Yeah. So, and let's literally the only place I remember other than Europe somewhere. Yeah. So, twenty-seven percent of all the downloads have come from Calgary, Alberta, and I didn't. Which is strange. I didn't send it to anybody. I I have told nobody. I'm pretty Nobody. sure the only person I know that lives in Calgary is Olivia. And I, I, I didn't even send it to her. I checked like my message history and whatever, just in case I just sent, cause I did send it to a couple people and I didn't send it to her. So I, I don't know. The Who's only th- person I know is the person that you told. 
that's here. Uh-huh. But like anybody else, I haven't. I sent it to a couple of friends. Like I got a buddy in Germany, so I've got. I'm just waiting till we get better. <laughs> and then if it doesn't happen, it doesn't matter. Because for me, this whole thing was just supposed to be. It's just basically fun. a means to us like hanging out and talking and trying to lighten it up so that we're not always just sitting down and talking about the the daily grind. Right. Um, but I want to know who these Calgary people are that are listening to our podcast. So if you're out there, Calgarians, like send us an email. I know I'm imagining a bunch of people sitting around like a computer and someone's like, it's like a big, the butt of somebody's joke. <laughs> Party pooper podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Send us an email. Let us know. Like, how did you find us? What's going on? Um, but there's like a lot of cool places. Um, there's France, uh, Switzerland, Germany. Um, what else? Uh, Ontario. And yeah, obviously, you know, BC, but Massachusetts, Virginia. So Nova Scotia, lots of cool places. Cool. So uh, that's, that's, that's kind of cool. We have, uh, and I mean, I don't want to say a not international audience, but I mean, most <laughs> of our listeners are in Canada, but we technically have an international audience, which is pretty cool. I think that's cool. All right. So, um, <laughs> whatever you say. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, I wanted to talk about mental health a little bit because uh, lately I've been kind of stressed out and I was talking to Alicia about it the other day and she said maybe it would be a good topic to talk about because a lot of people probably feel the same way. Um, and my metaphor for the whole issue was um, like a big rotten onion of depression. So basically like, you know, there's all these layers and each one I peel away, it just gets more and more dark and shitty underneath and it makes me feel like bummed out to the point where I I finally uh, removed like my news app from my home screen. I'm not reading the news anymore. And honestly, I feel a lot better, but then sure. somewhere in my mind, I'm like, well, what the hell is happening in the world? Like just recently, I heard that Kanye West was running for president and I had like every, I had to stop every fiber in my being from like looking that up and researching. Oh, you it. just heard that? Yeah, because I stopped looking at the news, and then I was like, "What the hell is going on? Please tell me that Kanye Kanye West is not going to become I think, the next." I person. think you can feel confident that. All right. <laughs> I think you can feel confident that you would definitely hear something just by word of mouth, and also by your like chats somebody would yeah. be like whoa did you hear whatever you know but nobody talked about that in the chat well i think it's because he said he wasn't going to and then he applied for something and then anyway i i saw a bunch of stuff today i have like about <laughs> kim kardashian like defending him saying that he you know like they should understand that he's going through things and da da da, da whatever but which i get which I'm could going very through well things. be you know totally get it but yeah. it, you know, it freaks me out. So every time in the news I see all this stuff and, you know, whether Trump's pardoning someone who's a total criminal or even just Trump, I was just thinking about how one man has created, whether consciously or unconsciously, so much mental health strain in the entire planet. Like maybe, maybe there's like there's, probably other people like people out there that aren't thinking about Trump I at all. I think there's some life, countries that they're and maybe even there are Canadians that are totally stressed out about their, the way things are being run but all, I mean I'm just saying there are countries that have leaders that the rest of the world sees as very um troubling. Yeah, you know? of course. And they they probably to them like Trump is like a blip on their radar because of what they're dealing with. You I know? guess, but I mean, I mean, even in just a really small way, and whether it's even unconscious or whether it's even, I don't know, like a cascade effect from like something that he did that then affected something that yeah. in their life or whatever. But even if you live in Europe, to some degree, Trump has caused probably some kind of negative like stress in your life or whatever, even yeah. for a brief moment or whatever. And I'm just thinking if you tallied up all of the stress that he has caused to the whole world, 
that's a lot of stress. Yeah. Like even just in my life and I'm Canadian, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, obviously the U S and Canadian relationship is super important, but like the fact that an, a foreign country's president could cause me so much stress just because I see him in the news all the time doing all these things. And it upsets yeah, me so because much. we're always waiting for the other shoe to drop and for things to go from being completely flu- flucked. <laughs> Word of the day. Completely flucked to turning into like, what's worse than being completely flucked, you know? Is flucked a real word or are you? No, I'm, it okay. is now. <laughs> but like, you know, irreparable damage that is now cascading beyond one country to yeah. like. Yeah. Sure. And it, and it's, and that's sh- shitty and it sucks to think about and to read about and, um, and I feel bad for, you know. The Americans out there that are like me, that are concerned and doing their part and trying to isolate and trying to, you know, get through this stuff. Like there are neighbors and I don't hate Americans, but ever since Trump took office, it's just been a constant like clusterfuck mm-hmm. down there. And that stresses me out. And that's like one, just one layer of the onion. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is now, you know, I mean, I'm sure you're aware that like there's. It's not even just him anymore. It's kind of like that frightening realization that half of the shit, more than half of the shit that we read and hear is probably untrue or half true at best. And that there's just so much stuff going on everywhere. Like you just really feel like who the hell can you trust? Well, that was and another you really layer. Can't trust anybody. Because then I, I found out about how uh, news media is mostly, you know, major news media, national news and international news media is controlled by just a few people. Everything and- is controlled by some, like the, the idea that we actually have that we're, we're seeing like an accurate depiction of reality is so false. Like it's just not true. Like we're, I'm not talking about any one thing. I'm not going to go on rant about COVID or anything else like that. I just mean, that we see what people want us to see, basically, you know, and we're probably prevented from seeing a lot of things that they don't want us to see. So I think, I mean, that just goes for the same thing as when you meet people, right? Or you, someone meets you, they're going to present to you what they want you to see. Now, whether or not it's like an altruistic, I'm giving you the best version of myself, or if it's just like, I'm gonna see so everybody's lying to our face and providing a false narrative you're not making me feel better no but you do that to yourself too right like i mean really most of the time we're in denial about i mean i think how we actually are and it 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 takes a lot to look in the mirror and be like if i really thought about it or really look deep into myself what am i like and i'm not trying to deliberately try to make you feel better i'm not trying to deliberately trying to make you feel worse i'm just saying that I think you have to have a mind of just be aware. And if something doesn't sound right or feel right or feel true, regardless of where that's coming from, then kind of go with that feeling. And the stuff that you do feel good about, just know that you always have to be ready to accept that maybe you don't know everything. I guess, but... You know, and then I found out about how like local news media is struggling and about the national conglomerates and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and it made me all bummed out about the information I'm getting. And, you know, then there's like coronavirus stuff I, like we're not going to get into. But, like, yeah, but you were like, saying you're worried about not listening to the news in the morning that you don't know what's going on in the world. And, you know. Well, so what I did was I did find uh, local news. Um that I can I can pull from instead of looking at national news all the time and whatever and um I mean that's good cuz uh, it's nice to read about stuff that's happening like right here. Mm-hmm. Um I did find Vox which I mean I'm not saying that they're the best or whatever but I find them to be very impartial, very forward thinking, progressive and very good, you know, well vetted information like they're not just right spreading opinion pieces all the time and whatever and i find that their podcasts are actually really good um they have like a daily news podcast um that goes through some of the major issues that are happening and explains what's going on plus if there was anything super crazy going on like that would worry me probably wouldn't worry you that much but 
you know I'm going to say, oh, my gosh, did you hear blah, 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 or whatever. So the chances of you not hearing about anything, even if it was just speculation, well, are very fine. slim. I, I don't need to know all the news or whatever, but I just I want to make sure that when I am reading the news, it's not just a bunch of super depressing stuff. But unfortunately, right. it's the news. So That's why you should subscribe to that podcast that I mentioned, The Daily Smile. That's really uplifting. But and is it news? Well, there's stories of things that happened in the news, and that's positive. Good News also has a blog. I think it's the Good News, and they share really positive things. Um, like, even though I know you're not religious and everything, like, remember I was telling you, oh, yeah, like, this church, they opened up to all denominations so that, that during COVID, like, everybody had... Like a like the time that they could go in and and use it to worship, even if they weren't. I can't remember what kind of church it was. If it was Catholic, but like they had opened it up to other religions, and I was like, "Wow, that's that's cool," you know. Like, yeah, I mean that's nice, but you know, I'm that that doesn't really affect me, and I just you know. It's, well, it does, right? Because you you need to hear more positive things about humans being kind. To other yeah, I'm humans completely jaded, and, and I think that humans are generally not nice and right. So, you, so it selfish does help to hear those stories, I guess. But then I wonder, well, is there? Are they doing this because well, churches are dying everywhere because fewer and fewer people are going to church, and it's a way that they can try to like expand their flock or whatever uh, or whatever they're like. I mean, you can never trust anybody anymore. How do we know it's not for selfish? reasons and stuff but anyway that's not the point the point is that it's 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 layer after layer of shit and like all the all the dogs barking and kids screaming and whatever is one layer and then there's um you know just like people not following the rules and the mean thing well not mean things but like when people don't um when aren't when when people aren't considerate about other people like at the grocery store or whatever not following the rules or whatever that just makes me feel stressed out and it makes me upset and it's not any one individual thing mm-hmm. it's not that that one dog is barking or that one person cut me off or that uh, you know whatever that one thing i read about in the news it's just like the the cumulative all these layers turns into one giant shitty onion that i just it's just it's a huge weight that ends up sitting right on your mind, you know, on a day-to-day basis. And I've been trying to figure out how to not carry all that stuff around. But then, like, I end up feeling, if I try to say, like, well, I'm just not going to worry about any of these things. Like, I'm just going to do me and live my life and concentrate on the stuff that I can control. Then I, I actually feel bad and guilty about not, thinking and caring about the other things like or not or being selfish or not thinking about uh, what I could be doing or helping or whatever and I guess I've come to the point where I've realized that I need to take care of myself before I can take care of others kind of thing yeah and I mean if you're if you are worrying about uh, not doing stuff then there's only two ways to go and it's either you just are like, I have no control over this. I can't, I can't, I can't control somebody else's, for example, the way they're treating their following rules or treating their animals or whatever. But if there is something you can do about doing it, like those are the only two options, right? So you either act or you resign yourself to, I either am not going to do something and accept that you're not going to do something or or you're just like, I can't do anything because sometimes there are only certain things. Can't do anything in the sense that you cannot control the outside force. You could, you know, be like, all right, I'll have to close my window and try to muffle the noise. Or I'll put music on to try to muffle the noise or whatever. That's what I mean. I'm just getting kind of sick of people not getting called out. So like, yeah. I'm getting to the point where, yeah, I, I want to act, but that whole like social norm pressure like that mm-hmm. that whole social conditioning that i've had my whole life keeps me from like when i'm at the grocery store i remember there was this woman who had a she had a mask on but she wasn't following the arrows 
on the aisle. And she was like, she actually came back up the aisle twice because she had forgotten something. And she went up the aisle the wrong way twice. And when all, all the rest of the people in the aisle were going the right, the, the way that was indicated, and we were mm-hmm. all trying to keep our spacing, there's this one lady who's just like, well, I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. And I didn't say anything, but like, but I, you just, but that's no one's calling her out. She's thinking I'm going to do just whatever I want to do. Like that's just the story in, in your head in my head in yeah. that moment. And she may not have even thought of it that way. She might've just thought, well, everybody is stopped looking at their thing. I'm just gonna, you know, I forgot this and I absolutely need it. And I can't go around because I don't know, maybe she's, she not came up the well aisle or, the wrong way twice. And she like came right up in my space. Like <laughs> she didn't even ask me to move. She yeah. just reached across me basically. And in my mind, I'm thinking, well, she has the the thought to be wearing a mask, right? But then she's just like, "Oh, well, I'm wearing a mask, so or she whatever, just didn't, maybe she didn't whatever. think of it at all, right? Maybe it was just such a reflex for her. She didn't think of it. I've done that, not not be, being like, oh, sh-, you know, I right? Just, and she's gonna keep doing that because I didn't say anything. Well, not necessarily. If I had said like, "Hey, excuse me, like, could you give me a little bit of space?" and also, you're not following the lines, like we're supposed yeah. to be following this pattern so that we can I have physical distancing. You know, and, and she, she's going to keep doing all the things that she wants to do or keep ignorantly just innocently doing the stuff that she's doing because nobody's calling her out. And, and I, maybe, it, maybe though, maybe not. Maybe it was just a one-off. And maybe also people aren't calling out because deep down, honestly, it, did it really make a difference? Like she has her mask on. Does it really make a difference whether or not she came back up? I mean, it doesn't make a difference now. I guess. Like it just now really, they're saying it won't make a difference. It just really bothers me that she was breaking the rules. That's really what it comes yeah. down to. I don't like it when people break the rules. Because you follow them. Because, yeah, if I follow them and I feel like if there are rules, we should all just follow the rules. If, if, if some people follow the rules and some people don't, don't give a crap about the rules, then that creates this resentment. And and then I'm like, well, why do I even bother? And I totally flip-flopped through that because I feel like there are plenty of rules in the past that were made by people that didn't know what the hell they were talking about or else did it for their own gains and people just blindly follow them along. Right, but I believe we should just change. To the detriment of their their lives or other people's lives. Yeah, but the, the solution isn't to just ignore the bad rules and follow the good rules. The solution is to change the rules if they're bad and either erase yeah, them or... Yeah, except for that's really easy to say when you're the majority in the majority of people that make up these rules to begin with. I guess. I guess. And, the, and the fact of the matter is, right, like, I know we said we weren't going to talk too much about COVID, but, I mean, that is a huge source of all the mental anguish right now for, for you anyways. Um. As for others, I'm sure, but like there's so many other things going on. But yeah, I just like they don't even they don't even know. Like we don't even know. So like this whole thing of, you know, we're diligently wearing our masks. Like I said to you, I'll do it because we're being asked to. But at the same time, the grand scheme of things is like if these particles are passed through the air, whatever, Mm -hmm. they're so tiny, they're going to pass through our masks. What is the point unless someone is full on doing a humongous mucus sneeze in your face? And then maybe the mask is just going to prevent that glob from coming on you. But yeah, there's the only way. so much that preventing droplets will do when aerosols, it seems, <clears throat> are transmitting COVID as well. But, um, but anyway, whatever. And I know I'm not perfect. And I know that, you know, whether I inadvertently or do it on purpose or whatever, sometimes I don't follow all the rules, every single rule or whatever. I'm not, I'm not uh, super perfect. Like... But yeah, I tr- I try my best. Yeah, and it it really is a, a like you said, it's an onion thing. It's the fact that we we're in an area where we are supposed to have a specific guidelines so that everybody can have their own space here and not encroach upon others, be it with noise, um, you know, or uh, clutter and garbage and. Mm-hmm doing activities that you're not supposed to be doing in your yards and whatnot. And like, and the uh, worst part is all the, uh, all the things that they say that you should do if you're stressed out are 
like literally impossible to yeah, do. Yeah, you can't do them. Because it's like, all right, well, do the breathing exercises or meditate or, you know, listen to it's some hard. quiet music or read or whatever. But it's just constant noise are yeah. surrounding you at all times. So it's just. I mean, I sympathize because like, you know, I haven't been working. So I have spent so much time here and just the constant noise alone you know, uh, you know, uh, never mind the fact that I wasn't really getting out or, you know, having very much interaction with other people or whatever, but the constant noise alone was making me feel like I was in this box and I just had, it was like I was that movie Dumb and Dumber where he's in the car and he just <laughs> makes the like world's most annoying noise ever. I just felt like I was getting every version of that. It was just trapped in this box and it was just like, oh my God, when is it going to stop? Like, there's just no end. Because I wore earphones most of the time. I would either have my music on as, as loud as I could put it without feeling like I was damaging my hearing, or I would have my earphones in. And then I realized I'm never home without some kind of other noise going on to drown out the outside noise. But that's not healthy either, right? Yeah. So that being said, getting out for a walk usually does help you get some kind of peace yeah exercise is is obviously a huge help going for a walk is a double-edged sword because (laughs) i get to walk around the neighborhood and watch everybody breaking all kinds of rules and there are lots of dogs and other things around the neighborhood and kids screaming and whatever but then sometimes it's nice and quiet and it's still better than being like in our little corner of the neighborhood or whatever so and and honestly now you got to add to it the guilt of like, we've got it really good because like there's some places where the noise outside is not dogs and people. It's like fucking bombing and gunshots and everything else. Like I know I'm doing that whole, I, I mean, you have a, everybody. Kids are starving in Ethiopia. Everybody is entitled to feel what they feel. That being said, you also do have to recognize the fact that we have it pretty good absolutely and that's called privilege and yeah absolutely like even when you get to a good place in your life where you're like okay i'm i'm good like i can handle all this stuff whatever and first world problems mm-hmm. whatever and then you're like yeah i am super privileged and why do i deserve to have clean water and why do i deserve to have an education and all this stuff whatever when you know there's millions of people around the world that don't still don't even have access to clean water so and you know you you by all means, you're a human being. You're going to feel what you're you're going to feel, right? Like I had my meltdown there like uh, last week or whatever. And you just kind of can't, it can't be like an everyday thing. Like if you're just constantly angry and carrying around that anger and stuff, you know, and I'm not saying I don't do that. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I think I definitely gotten better at it i don't harbage it like i can be super upset about something and like five minutes later um you know i could be not understanding why you're still upset about it because for me it happened so long ago you know and i i am trying to uh channel that energy and i've talked to myself and i've talked to you and my coworkers and stuff and i i want to start exercising again in earnest and i want to start channeling a lot of this energy into exercise Mm. and physical movement and you know by getting in better shape um i'll feel better about myself and also to help me burn some of this energy off and you could you could meditate before you go to bed and meditate in the morning before you go to work because it's really before granted you'd have to do it as soon as you got up uh, yes but if you did it like five minutes sit outside like i do before all the noise starts happening yeah but you know, it's it's tough. Like right now, I would normally wake up at like 5.50 to be at work for 7. Yeah, but you and sit and have your breakfast. That's an efficient, right? but that's an efficient use of my time, like getting up and shaving and getting dressed and having breakfast and getting my lunch and so getting out add, of here. So just add like an extra five minutes and you could just take your coffee outside and just sit outside and Ugh. like, and when you're eating your breakfast, I don't know what you're, are you scrolling? Are you doing other We're things? We're not talking about just five minutes though. Like yeah, but just it, the idea of waking up at five. It's a sense of grounding yourself in the morning. It helps. I, I promise you it makes a huge difference. The days that I don't do it and I just come down and I immediately start looking at emails and stuff. It's just like, no. Well, since I'm not allowed to walk with earbuds in 
or headphones on or whatever in my uniform. Um, I did find that when I was walking to work, that was like a forced, you know, it was like a forced, uh, not a meditation, but a forced yeah, quiet no, time. Yeah, for sure. It feels nice and quiet. Yeah. You know, so, you know, in the walk to work, it's reflective, you know, period you just, <laughs> you're alone with your thoughts uh, without any music, without any podcasts, without any whatever. And you're forced to think about stuff. So, um, I would like to be walking or biking or whatever to work more often. So, I mean, that in and of itself is kind of a reflective moment, I guess, to center myself. Yeah. In the and like, even just, just, you know, once in a while driving down to the beach, just not going there at peak period time when there's going to be a ton of people down there. But like when we go sometimes, uh, down to the Rocky beach and we're just kind of like walking a little bit there, hanging out, even just going down to the marina. Like the other day I was down there for an hour by myself and, just all I did was stare out at the, I guess it's a lake, is it? Um, well, it's it's kind of like, um, it's not a lake, it's an inlet. Okay. Because it's, it's off a strait, and then there's a body of water that comes in. Right. So. It's not closed in. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I was, you know, I found that really peaceful, and you just let your mind do what it's got to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, also, like, music is a huge help. I I figure, I find that when, you know, I'm, like, in a crappy mood. I mean, sometimes when you're in a crappy mood, you want to listen to music that kind of emulates what you're feeling. But Radiohead? I think that, um, oh, I don't, I, I used to think of Radiohead as being, oh, like, man. something that made me sad. But I realize it's one particular album that makes me a cross between sad and sort of happy because it it was just the period of my life or whatever you know Mm -hmm. um but i don't know like then later in later years i just found it very uplifting isn't the right word but just like i associate it with it with a good con a good concert and just like uh just beautiful set like just listen to the to the music or like just really interesting video or whatever you know like it didn't really make me sad anymore okay but sorry what i was getting to sometimes like you know you get in your car and you're like pissed and then you want to like crank something that's just gonna be like you know i really love doing that because i did change the speakers in my car and i have a subwoofer in my car specifically for the sake of cranking music in the car but maybe you need to try listening to something happy because you need to, why you, why you should feel what you need to feel. Maybe a short distance from, say, the grocery store to home, listening to that kind of music and bringing you into an area that's going to piss you off. Like, you know you're going to get here and there's going to be other things that are going to annoy you. Maybe it's not the best moment because you're not music. even, like, yeah. Okay. Kind of try to, you know. Well, I've been trying to listen know. to classical music a little bit, like, but. No, but like something that makes you happy, not something that makes you just relaxed. <laughs> but heavy music does make me happy. You know, a lot of people find a lot of. Um, I don't, I think you need to see your face when you're driving and you're listening. <laughs> you don't look like someone that's happy. <laughs> okay. I get it. You know, I, I get you wanting to listen to that kind of music. It can feel really good and cathartic, but at the same time, if you're in a mindset and you're in that funk and you've been in it for a while and like mm-hmm. the day is just spiraled into this, you know, infestation of like shit, you know, you yeah. want it, you maybe need to pull yourself away from it. Take away the battle music and try some Beatles or something. Whatever, whatever you need. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be my first choice, but okay. whatever you need. The Beach Boys. Yeah. Uh, um all right cool no i said yeah but i mean again not my choice but whatever okay i'll figure something out i've yeah yeah i'm I'll not saying it's terrible music it just wouldn't be much happy time. happy music into spotify and we'll see <laughs> what the world thinks happy music is or whatever actually that's really funny i i there is a happy playlist that i have and i'd heard it on one of the music podcasts that i listened to and they actually have um people called in with their their happy sets or oh. whatever, and they made it. I'll try to find it. I, hopefully, it wasn't in the account that I lost, but we'll see. I'm thinking of that song, uh, Wouldn't It Be Nice? Yeah. 
That's that's a happy song, isn't it? Yeah, it's Beach Boys, isn't it? Yeah, that is Beach Boys. Yeah. See, I knew I was onto something. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've also uh, been trying to water the plants every day and like pay attention to the plants and stuff, like because I'm not. I want to say like I'm gardening. Like we already did the gardening. The the plants are planted, but like the ongoing maintenance of the plants, I guess, you is try gardening. Weeding. I did. I did do weeding. You didn't notice, but I did. I did do it. All the little bits. Well, so it, there, there's actually clover growing in there that yeah. I'm not going to be pulling. Yeah, I saw that. That's like overtaking everything, though. Yeah, but it's. Providing, I mean, I do like clover, but it's providing I, nice ground cover to protect the dirt and everything. But yeah. all the weeds I pulled up. Oh no, because I saw there was one day I saw you grab a bunch of big, big leaves, but I didn't see oh. you, you taking the other ones out, and I hadn't noticed yeah. today. I have been looking at it, but I didn't look at it today. So I am working on the garden. Oh, nice! And I found honestly that's probably been the. Nicest part, because even Mm if you're like, all right, whatever, I'm just going to go water the plants, even if you're in a bad mood, even if you go out there and there's like kids screaming and dogs barking and whatever, before you know it, you're like, you're, you're getting into that macro, micro world where like you're watering something and you're looking at this small little thing and then you're focusing in on that small thing and then you realize that there's like all this detail and stuff around and when you focus on those little details and you look at that little bee that's coming or you look at oh this flower is mid bloom it's like trying it's almost blooming Mm -hmm. or this dirt seems kind of dry or this is something new that wasn't here before before you know it you're actually having a super present moment Mm -hmm. and you're not thinking about the past or the future or stressing about a lot of bees out there too and so many today there were a lot of dragonflies out there and actually it's been a few days now I know yeah. a lot out which is awesome. And so by by focusing yeah. in on what what you're doing and the task at hand, you force yourself to have like a, a, a present moment and be present and that often I find is like really yeah. it helps really like anchor you and if you can just like when you find that moment like if you're at home, like even one time I was in the kitchen and I saw the sun coming through the window and it made a pattern on the tile. And I was like, you know, if you find yourself in a moment where you realize you're being present, then you can like, you can feel gravity pulling you down and grounding you. And, and it's good to like, just go with it and feel like, oh, like, what do, what do I feel? Like, what am I, are, is the ground cold? Like the tiles beneath my feet are cold or mm-hmm the wind is like hot against my skin. And if you just keep running with it, then you can, I find it really stress relieving to do that. And also, you know, it helps like, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not being very eloquent, but. <laughs> no, I do know what you're saying. So. I don't know. I've just been, I think my, what I've been finding so hard lately is just, it just feels like everything I'll say, oh, I like, I'll go to listen to something and then I'll hear or read that the person, the artist that I listened to um, or was reading did something horrible. And then, and it doesn't even have to be something recent. And I'm just getting to the point where like, Jesus, is there anything, can anything be okay? Yeah. You know, like it's, I know. And then you're, I'm not going to give examples, but sometimes I'm, I'm like, no, this can't be not this person not they didn't do this too and and then it's like start, start second guessing like man how like that's why you're like oh we better finish this comedy special fast before we find out that this comedian you know yeah. did something messed yeah. up or whatever but this is not a very lighthearted episode <laughs> that's okay you know mental health isn't always lighthearted right. but the important part is that actually talking about it makes me feel yeah better. yeah and and something for me probably for a lot of other people too, was um, knowing that other people were also stressed or upset or feeling bad made me feel better. Yeah, Um, I mean, and sometimes sometimes that helps people. Sometimes that doesn't help people. Yeah, but like I went, you know, I I recently went and had a talk with a counselor and um, I, I said, you know, I'm feeling really stressed out about all these different things in the world and whatever and she said, yeah, like, you know, a lot of people are having uh, issues with, you know, that kind of stuff. And we've, we've 
seen like a lot of people recently talking about all that stuff. And then even though that's like a very basic thing for her to say, it made me feel a lot better just knowing that like I wasn't alone in like what I was feeling, you know? And you should feel good that you haven't, because everybody's dealing with things in their own way. You should feel really good that you haven't like gone down that path of just consuming of goods because you are trying to distract yourself from what's going on, you know, like small wins. Like I haven't, you well, know, I mean, you know, like we've pretty much stuck to our guns about trying to be really, um, mindful about what we, you know, where we put our money and stuff like that. And I just feel like, you know, yeah. I mean, some people are out there and, and they just, they're, they don't know how to deal with stuff and they're just like buying, 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 buying because they can't stand being in, in their house and staring at, you know, the same couple of walls. And so they just need to, you know. Yeah. We definitely noticed the frenzy of, uh, lawn furniture and lawn, building, like, uh, building all kinds of activity centers and toys and make things. do projects and stuff like that, which I mean, on the one hand, some of those things are very, you know, good, but sometimes when you see all the garbage and stuff afterwards, or you realize it's like stuff that's never going to break down or whatever, it can be kind of frustrating. And I think if you're dealing with stuff in a healthy way and you're not, you're not wastefully spending you know, throwing your money at stuff that you don't need or that's mm-hmm. horrible for the environment or whatever, you know, like. Yeah, we've kept it together. So. Yeah. Well, if you're at home and you've been stressed about stuff, feel free to shoot us an email. <laughs> that way we can connect or whatever. Or if you have any questions, partypooperpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, also, I have been taking really awesome beer photos. So do check out our Instagram. Hey, you were going to, didn't you ask me something earlier? What do you mean? I thought we were on our walk and you were like, so like, think about what you would tell your younger oh, self. Oh, you want to talk about that now? Well, I don't know. I thought that's. We're kind of running long, oh, but. Okay. I mean, we, we can, we can do that. What, what's your advice? Nothing. It just got me thinking stuff while we were walking. I mean, not nothing. I just, you know, when you, I asked you like, what do you mean? Because I think you would tell yourself different things at different points in your life. So I asked Alicia what advice she would have for maybe, maybe not herself, but maybe just a younger person. Yeah. You said like, no, you said my 20 year old self. No, I specifically said not yourself. Like if you were giving advice to a 20 year old. And then I said, actually it could be for any age. Let's not be right. specifying that. And my advice would be try to think ahead because no matter where you're at in your life, especially when you're young. It's a very fill thing. No, but try, like when you're, when I was very young, when, you know, when I was 20, I wasn't thinking about what it would be like when I was in my 30s um, or later on in my life and or even in, when I was 25. And so, um, and not just, financial stuff like saving for retirement or whatever which is huge but like humans have a tendency not to imagine ourselves in the future and right that's, that's part of the issue with like dealing with climate change and stuff because it feels like this intangible issue way in the future that's not going to affect us or whatever but right. it, it will but um so i just in in your life even when you're plan you're saying well yeah make plans but just by imagining yourself in the future whether it's short term or long term, you can make better decisions right. without me having to tell you what the best decision would be or anybody to tell you. Just imagine yourself in the future and in the relationships in your life with your f- friends and family, it, with your career goals, w- uh, how you're spending your time today um, and all the little things, all the little decisions that make up your present life. All of those are going to affect you in the future somehow. Mm-hmm. But we usually don't think about that. So if you just take a moment every now and then to reflect about how your current decisions are going to affect you in the future, I think that would really help no matter what. Like, are you in a toxic relationship? Are you not saving up for the thing that you want to do? Do you have goals to strive for? Uh, Is your friend, uh, are you treating your friend well or not? Maybe you're, a shitty friend you yeah. know what i mean yeah. i was i was a shitty friend before and i didn't i didn't have like the 
the wisdom to realize it at at that moment. But if I had kind of projected outwards, yeah, and projected projected into the future, then I'd be like, oh yeah. But if like, somebody had said that to you, then would you have listened? No, but I mean that's but that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. if maybe if anybody's listening right now, like even if you're 60 or 70 or 80 or whatever, like who knows how long we have on this earth? But like even at an older age, it's still important mm-hmm. to think about the future right. and think about like, well, a lot of time has passed, but I'm still here now. And what do the decisions that I make today, how will they affect not only me in the future, but how will they affect, you know, others in my legacy and the people that I'm going to leave behind, you know? So I think that applies to all stages of life. Yeah. I think um, I'd probably... Just think ahead a little bit. I think I'd probably just... Say, like, you know, you, however horrible and bad you feel right now, because a lot of the time when you're in your 20s, you know, you have, like, a major heartbreak or whatever, and I would just say, it's really, like, you're going to hurt more than this in the future. This too shall pass. So, well, not just that it'll pass because sometimes, like, it can still kind of hang with you and stay. But, yeah, you'll get through it, and you're also going to get through much worse things. And you need to know that because life is scary, but it's also beautiful. And all the things that you go through are what's going to make you you. So, you know, you kind of just have to accept it but not think that. Because I know back then, like, I – there were points where I was just like, I just can't, I just can't deal with it, this anymore. I just, uh, you know, I never want to be, I'm never going out with anybody again or whatever, you know, like, I think it's important to remember that, that, you know, you're, you're, you have pain. It's not the worst that you're ever going to have, but you're going to get through it and you're going to get through the worst and come out better for it in the end. And I think I will probably also, like you said, be a better friend. I think I would say, put the effort in to actually make some girlfriends that you're going to like talk to and like the people that you do feel already connected to put the effort in to stay in contact with them so that you can be friends. Cause I know I, I just never done that. I don't really do it. I'm trying to do a little bit now, which is a little bit late to the game. Um, cause you know, obviously like everybody lives all over the place now, but yeah, just growing up, I just assumed that wherever I was, I was always going to have like a group of people that I could hang out with and stuff like that. But then you realize a lot of the time that like, you know, everybody has that, those core, or a lot of people have that core group of people that really know them that they can count on. And you start feeling like, oh man, yeah, don't really have that because I never really put in that time and effort in there. And it can be really difficult to make friends it's as an adult. So hard as an adult, I I find anyways. Like meeting people and maybe, you know, having a good time with people is one thing. But like, is it somebody that you could call and count on, or that that will call you and count on? Like you all, I think it's important to to be that something, mm-hmm. somebody for somebody. You know. Shout out to Barry, our new friends. <laughs> He's basically one of our only friends in town right now, but he's awesome, so. Well, he's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that sounded weird, what I, what I just did, but I just meant, like, he's, you, you guys talk way more than I talk with him. Yeah, he's my friend. Yeah. You, like, you, you can be friends with him, too, but he's my friend. <laughs> he's supposed to be my, he's going to be my best yeah. friend one day. Yeah. And that's it. It's not going to be, like, a weird, where we're sharing like, he needs to be my best friend. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Barry, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm not possessive yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I'm not calling anybody out. This, this just got weird. <laughs> but you're my bro. So anyway, um, do you have a song for today? Oh, uh, jeez. Uh, yeah, actually, I was thinking about, um, I was trying to think of, like, songs that, were kind of like make me happy when I hear them, like something that's old and also kind of tied in with the theme of like not stressing or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Anyways, um, and it just so happened that I was reading about this person the other day because I was looking for cream <laughs> and she actually likes this cream. 
<laughs> so it came up in the Instagram account of the company or whatever, and I was just like, oh, cool. <laughs> She's Canadian. <laughs> it's Julie Black's, uh, this Julie Black, and the song is Sweat Off Your Brow. Sweat Off Your Brow by Julie Black. <laughs> yeah, I just totally messed that up how I was trying to say it. Yeah, I think it's Sweat Off Your Brow. Yeah, Sweat Off Your Brow. Okay. I tried to pick one that was it's in- real. It's really old. You may you may recognize it, but okay. Well, I'll listen to it after. Um, of course, all these songs are going to be on our official podcast playlist on Spotify called Happy Poopers. So if you want to look at it up on Spotify, and we also put the link in the show notes, I believe. Um, so the song I have is kind of mental health oriented, I guess. It's about like a breakup, I guess. But I just really like. This song by Post Malone, Better Now. I know oh, it's super yeah. lame. Like everybody, everybody knows that song. Yeah, it's like a super song popular too. song, but it's it is a really good song. So I I don't care. I, I just want it on the playlist. I I like it. That's it's okay. I like it too. Better Now by Post Malone. Yeah, I like I like a lot of his songs actually. Yeah. So thanks for joining us. Memphis is hungry. Oh my god! I don't know He's if you guys hungry now. I don't know if you've heard it, but all the background noise. I took his collar off because it was just jingle jangling everywhere. Yeah, he's just moved anywhere that he can get in my line of sight and just is glaring at me. Oh, we're coming, buddy. He's like, come feed me. Dinner time. All right. Thanks for joining us. And uh, yeah, send us an email. Calgarians, let us know. Who are you? (laughs) Please tell me. Giddy up.